Hello, everyone. Welcome in. We're going to be talking to a couple of the coaches from the uh, Elite Eight. We have some great teams. We have Gulf Shores versus Jefferson City in Region 1. In Region 2, uh, we have the we have the Salt Lake City uh, Denizens against Baton Rouge 56ers. Region 3, we got Rochester Boy Geniuses against Carson City Savages. And Region 4, we got Pittsburgh versus Tempe. So a lot of really great games. I caught with a couple coaches. Here's what they had to say. So first off, I talked to Bobby31. And uh, listen in. Hey, this is Coach Bobby31 of the Jefferson City Sea Beggars. I'm excited to be in the Elite Eight. Uh, back here for, I believe, the third time in four years. Um, so this senior class, led by Michael Johnson, plus 10, and Ruben Stith, who's going to end up number three all-time in rebounding, top 15 all-time in blocks. They actually won a title their freshman year, and I think, uh, I, I don't want to, I, I believe in my guys. I think we're the favorites at this point. A lot of great teams were knocked out. Now, there's some great teams remaining, of course. First of all, we have to play Gulf Shores, and I, they're, they're, I get it, they're a 10 seed, but this is a really great 10 seed the best offensive front court in the entire league. And I love my guys. I think we have the best defensive front court. I'm sorry, backcourt. They have the best offensive backcourt. I think we have the best defensive backcourt. So it's going to be a heck of a game. Really excited for this one. And uh, hopefully we can pull it out for Conference 15. I believe in my guys. And uh, this is an exciting matchup. I think this is the year. Yeah, so there you have it from the horse's mouth. That's Bobby 31. He's got a tough matchup, though. You know, you look at their team, and obviously Bobby 31 and Jefferson City is great. They're going up against the defending champs. Gulf Shores, the Mustard Tigers, Buford Hawk coach, Zachary Story, averaging 31 points a game. Who's going to win this Zachary Story-Eli Sheldon matchup? That's huge. And then you got Michael Johnson against Ricardo King. Um, I really like that matchup, too. Ricardo King's an oversized small forward that just – He's a great scorer, um, 21 points a game. Uh, maybe not as efficient as you'd like to see, but he's pretty dang good. Uh, Zachary Smith is a great freshman point guard, seven assists, two turnovers. They don't play the toughest schedule, but, um, I mean, this team's tough. They've won two NTTs in the last five years, so this would be the fifth year. They could have won three in five years if they win this year. So that would be really good, but Bobby's team is just really stacked top to bottom. They're starting five. Uh, it's really tough. Melvin Tent's going to be tough to slow down. Uh, D'Angelo Miles. But if one of these guys gets in foul trouble, their bench is not great. They have some flaws. They have some holes. Um, and they're going to have to look out for that. So I love this matchup. I'm excited to see what happens. Um, two great historic coaches going at it. So I'm excited to see what happens. All right. Now I'm here with Coach Pete of the Pittsburgh Gamblers. Um, this team has lost one game all year, so great team, uh, what, 19 and one. So really cruised through conference two and, uh, or conference three, sorry. Uh, lost early to Hartford, but other than that, been pretty smooth sailing, a lot of big wins for the most part. Um, even in the NTT, not a ton of close games. How do you feel about this team? Yeah, I mean, uh, you said it. I think uh, we've been on a, on a, on a real cold this year. Um, you know, strong playthrough conference three. You know, we came in uh, we came in with high expectations. You know, obviously, uh, I think the number two recruit rankings in, yeah. uh, in the nation. So, um, you know, we, we did graduate three seniors last year, starting all starters, and 
had a bit of a disappointing season, but you know we broke uh, we broke a six six tie on freshman Sean Kinney coming into the year. Yeah. So I, I think you know we, we felt good about the prospects, but you know definitely uh, you know when making a lead is always tough, regardless of the ranking. So we feel pretty good about where we're at. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. You know, only uh, one returning starter from last year's team, and uh, I mean, you really switched up your lineup a lot. Uh, or I guess two with uh, Andrew Guy moving to uh, small forward, but um, you really switched up your lineup. You put Christopher Betts in. What was, I mean, and he's just been outstanding this year. One of the best players in the league uh, by far. What was the inspiration for that? I mean, he got 17 minutes last year, but um, yeah, tell me more about that. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, he was behind a couple seniors in the backcourt last year and uh, took a huge leap this year. I mean, we always knew he was going to be a good scorer, like you said. He was playing 17 minutes, putting up some good points. Um, hoping to see a guy kind of jump up, almost shooting 50% from three on the season, um, and really doing everything for this team from a scoring perspective. So, yeah. you know, we, we really anchor around him, and, and he's our go-to guy. Um, you know, you, you said, you know, we did switch the lineup around coming into the season. We kind of had to, but, um, you know, I think the one place where we were a little bit shaky on is who was going to run the point for us. Right? Yeah. You know, um, Devon Madonna, probably not a natural point guard, but um, our seniors, uh, Guy and McNichols, um, you know, they, they, they're really glue guys for us, and they, hmm. they act as the locators, and, and they allow um to, to do everything that he's doing. So, um, yeah. Really happy with how the team kind of came together this year. Yeah, for sure. Especially after a very disappointing season last year. I mean, we all have them, except for Coach Loke, obviously. Um, PTT seasons, he he seems to avoid that pretty well. Uh, yeah, what do you think? What what have been your highlights of this Elite Eight run for your team? Yeah, well, I think um, you know, for me, uh, uh, the freshman Sean Kinney stepping up in Game One. Um, yeah, you know, the the scores were probably. Uh, a little bit deceiving. A lot of the games were, were closer than the final score suggested, but that game against Macon, I mean, Kenny really That was close. Play. Yeah. Yeah, he, he put up, a, I think, a big double-double, 28 points in time for the season. So mm. uh, that, that was great. And then probably the other thing, um, obviously Betts is doing his thing, but uh, McDonough really, really picking it up uh, in the scoring department at, at point guard. So he's had a couple of really strong games in the NTP. So always good to see uh, another guy stepping up in the scoring department. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, how do you feel about this next game? You're going up against Gadfly, one of the best coaches out there, and uh, obviously James Jones. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, you got great. You got some. You got a great front court, obviously. I mean, Kenny's a beast, but it's a tough task to go up against a senior um, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's don't let the seed fool you. Uh, this is not an eleven seed. Um, mm-hmm. You know. I think you look at their recruit rankings, they're top 10 as well. And so, um, I mean, James Jones, runner-up player of the year, I mean, he's going to get his. I, you know, I don't even know if you can draw up a game plan to slow him down, but um, he's got talent around him too. You know, like we said, a really strong freshman class. I think that matchup between Ellison and Kinney is going to be really critical to the outcome. Again, yeah. um, like Jones, I mean, he can't, he can't do much. The guy's unbelievable. Yeah. Like you said, here. He's hungry. I know he wants to come out a winner. So we're going to we're gonna see what we can do. But we got a couple of picks down low to, to contend with him in the size. So. For sure. You've made one uh, Final Four in your career. Um, and hopefully hopefully this year, this this season will be your second one. Uh, 
maybe that's what Gamblers 2 is all about. Uh, the second, the second final four being the best one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll finish this sentence like Pittsburgh cuts down the nets and goes to the final four if, yeah, finish that sentence. Yeah, so so I would say one thing is we, we got to take care of the basketball. Um, you know, I, like I said, uh, the, the point guard position, a little shaky coming into the year, and, and turnovers have probably been one of the things that, that have hurt us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, we got to take care of the basketball. Um, and then, you know, who just kind of continues to emerge as that second scorer behind bets? Um, you know, likely that we're going to need somebody putting up 20 uh, behind him, whether it's McDonough or whether it's Kenny. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody has to step up because, you know, we know Guy and Nichols are, are really not doing they're, – they're doing a lot of other things out there on the court. They're not scoring the ball. So I think if we do th- those two things, we, we give ourselves a good chance to, uh, to cut down the nets. Yeah. Well, great. Well, thanks so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. I think you have a great team, a great shot at, uh, yeah, at winning this thing, at going to the Final Four. And, you know, with a team like this, obviously you're losing two seniors, but your star power is there for the next three years, which is really nice to have. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we'll, um, we'll get Kenny back to, back to the five next year, and mm-hmm. I think um, Northern will come in at power forward. And I think he'll actually – I think, I think his scoring will surprise some people next year. I think he's yeah. going to be uh, another intricate part of this team. So, um, again, the, the point guard position, I think McDonough showed he could play it. And, you know, we'll just see. I mean, like we said, Guy and McNichols are uh, uh, they're the good guys. So, so losing a senior class like that is always tough. But um, we'll, we'll, we'll Great. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Best of luck to you and your in, in Pittsburgh here. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Okay, coach. All right. Thanks. And just to, I'll give it up to uh, Carson City. My uh, my brother's coaching those guys. Oh, nice. In the uh, other region. So uh, just a quick shout out to him. So yeah. Well, if you want, so I love that. I'd love to see a brotherly uh, matchup. You guys are in the same. Uh, you're both in the bottom half, so you have a chance to play each other, right? Next game. Yes, it would be a family affair on Wednesday night if we could get there, but we're not uh, we're not looking ahead yet. So. Yeah, well, that's great. Um, you know, obviously you want to play each other in the final four, not in the constellation, but uh, two tough teams. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, if you ever wanna, if you want to, you can always let let him know, and he can jump on this too. But regardless, uh, thanks for letting us know that, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, Coach. I caught up with Coach Gabfly for a little bit of an interview before um, on the phone, and here's what he had to say about his team and his run. Uh, this is uh, Aaron, Coach Gabfly, and I was just leaving you a quick message about my game against the Pittsburgh Gamblers 2 on Monday, and you would ask me a few questions, um, starting with the highlights of my NTP run. I think the obvious topic that people talk about is um, Jones and the way that he plays every single game. But to me, the highlight has been um, Benjamin Ellison and the way he's played since we kind of got into this elimination mode. We um, dropped our first game of our conference tournament and basically had to win the next two in order to even get into the NTT. With Ellison, I've moved him kind of inside and he's averaged uh, over 16 points and 
five and a half assists and eight rebounds and over three blocks since doing that. And so for me, that's the major highlight. But of course, um, James Jones going off for 35, 40 a game is always fun to watch as well. You asked me to um, talk a little about how I feel about the next game and um, 11 seed versus one seed. Always a tough matchup um, when you have Jones and Ellison firing all cylinders as they have been lately. It should make for a fun game. I hope to keep it competitive and you know, <clears throat> let the best scorer uh, hit that game-winning shot to decide it. Um, and obviously they have a great scorer in Christopher Betts. And so you asked me to complete the sentence, uh, Tempe wins if, and I'll say Tempe wins if. Jones scores um, more efficiently than Christopher Betts does. Now, Betts is just an incredible scorer with a 68 two-shot percentage. So even with Jones, um, that's a tough task. But I think think it should be a good game and a fun one with those two going at it. Um, Turning point of the season, I have to point to the preseason NTT. Thanks for putting that on. It gave me the confidence to stick with this team. And and uh, when we struggled a little bit this year and, you know, we got that second game to Las Vegas as a 10-11 squad and we didn't just lose it, we lost it pretty bad. And so since then I've gone into game-by-game mode, making adjustments, and hopefully it'll make for a fun uh, final week of the NTT. Thanks a lot for doing this. Take care. Bye. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. I think that'll be a great game. I love the matchup between uh, Tempe and Pittsburgh. Uh, strength against strength going up in the post with Kenny and uh, James Jones and Ellison and then Yep Betts. I mean, it just looks like a really fun game. I'm excited to see what happens and who can make it out of there. Uh, last up on this uh, little round, we did a little interview with Coach Jimmy Neutron, so listen in. All right, we're back with our final coach. We got Jimmy Neutron here, and uh, thankful for him to be on. How you feeling, Coach? Yeah, I feel all right. What's up, nerds? Um, <laughs> I'm pretty pumped to be in the Elite Eight. This is my first Elite Eight with uh, or in Conference Thirty One, not Conference Thirty One, uh, League Thirty One. So I've really only, I've only been in the Elite Eight in the in a Test League. So yeah, this is a pretty exciting thing. For sure. Well, um, yeah, great team. I want to ask you a couple questions. Uh, what was your favorite? Mo- I mean, <laughs> it's pretty obvious probably, but for the people who haven't been watching all the play-by-plays, what was your favorite moment, your highlight of your team's run to the Elite Eight? Oh, I mean, yeah, that's a good question. I, I think that the Santa Ana game was yeah. wild. Um, you know, it, it's overtime. a double overtime game. Yeah. Raymond Glover steps up in a huge way. Um, he's he's a guy who's excellent in every area except for hands. So um, he he kind of has. A, I mean, he's been really really good, but has kind of like flown under the radar. But you know, you look at the the end of overtime two, which is pretty wild for yeah. Andre Fields, who is a pretty bad free throw shooter, my point guard, to yeah. be able to hit like six of nine down the stretch because um, he's getting the ball every time, getting fouled immediately. Um, to put it away by three was pretty crazy. Um, do you, did you have a moment? I, I feel like I'm having a hard time with my memory right now. Did you have a moment that stood out to you? I mean, yeah, just the just the double overtime game, you know, and 
Um, I think at the end of regulation, didn't uh, didn't you get like a shot? Uh, you make a shot with not much time. Didn't Glover hit like an end one or something like that at the end? Yeah, uh, that that wasn't. Yeah, it was at the uh, end of over or regulation actually. Yeah, I was down by three, and then and Benning's shot to put you up in the first overtime was huge. Right. Right. Yeah. So if he doesn't shoot a three there, Morrison shot wins the game for them. Exactly. Yeah. That was a huge three. Did not yeah. um, anticipate that. And then for even us, oh, I was so sick, but for us to get all the way down the court and get a short two point shot at the end of first overtime and for it just to get blocked. I mean, of course it was field. So it's hard. To- right. Exactly. Yeah. If so he makes one more pass. Yeah. About Glover's hands, they're poor. Are they small? Are they. I mean, who's got smaller hands, Glover or uh, President Trump? Uh, oh, definitely Trump. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they, there can't be a man named Raymond Glover, and he has small hands. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. The glove. If the glove doesn't. Oh no, that was something else. Uh, never mind. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Uh, well, next question: How do you feel about your matchup coming up against Carson City? I actually feel pretty good. So here's the thing with this team. I actually thought we were a PTT team at the beginning of the year because I knew we were, we could compete with anyone's front five. Mm-hmm. But when, when you get down to those, like, honestly, I try to limit it to four or five minutes per game with my bench outside of one guy off my bench. But when you get down to the bench minutes, I, I, was, I lost a lot of scrimmages in those bench yeah. minutes. And so um, I, I feel like uh, if, like fouls don't become an issue. I match up pretty well with Carson city. So Carson city is not a, a team I knew much about. Um, they have made five NTTs, but not really as of recently, they did two years ago and made the elite hit it as well there. Um, they seem to not have tons of depth either. They still play their guys. What from just the numbers, it looks like normal, normal, but all of their offensive production is, is from their starters. And so I was just looking, um, they brought in a pretty, great uh, freshman class and, and the headliner seems to be Andrew Stinchcomb who mm. had really significant um, just like shooting splits in high school. He is susceptible to uh, good defenders. So I, I just look at some of the games that they've had against better teams or closer games or games that they've lost. Um, and he goes like five for 15, six for 19 games like that. And so I have an incredible defender that I'm going to be putting on him. I'm, I'm, I don't want to give away too much, you know, but um, the Farley position gets me a little bit worried. He's a little bit rangier. So I, I think that this is going to kind of come down to our, um, our small forward position. If I can keep Farley in line, but he fouls a lot. I was going to say, yeah, I, I'm susceptible to teams that either shoot threes a lot or foul a lot. And somehow this Carson city team does not shoot any threes, but also doesn't get to the line. Hmm. And so, I think that that actually benefits me. He yeah. he got even in some foul trouble in his last game. Carson City did, and so I think if they're trying to take it to the hoop, and I've got the twin towers down there who are averaging like nine blocks uh, yeah. together. So you almost you kind of answered it, but finish this sentence. You win this game if blank. Right. Um, I'm going to say if Venning shoots better than 45 percent from the floor. Okay. So. I, th- I think that Glover is going to shoot about 60%. Uh, he's going to, you know, in the tournament, he's averaging 31 points a game. Yeah. I, I, I would say he, 
he averages, or he's probably going to hit that number right around there. Um, but Venning has to step up and Keontae Hester off the bench has to step up. Yeah. And then turn it around. Uh, Carson City wins this game or you lose this game if. Raymond Glover gets in foul trouble. Yeah. Like that's the end. I'll be, I've lost two games this year. Um, one was to Kissimmee when Raymond Glover played 17 minutes. Uh, and the other one was to a really good Concord team. And so mm-hmm. uh, that's really the only game that Glover's had foul trouble. Uh, and so if that doesn't happen, I think that we're actually pretty set. Cool. Cool. Um, well, hopefully you can cut down your first nuts and uh, go to the final four. Um, oh, man. That'd be incredible. I think that'd be a great uh, story for you guys. Uh, yeah. Best of luck to you, coach. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully Thanks. you can pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. We, we won, you know, in case anyone forgot, we won three titles in a row in test league. And honestly, I think just, sorry, that was, that was mean, but, uh, I honestly think making the final four in like 31 is a bigger deal to me. So, oh yeah, I'm well, pretty excited to see it. But yeah. Awesome. Right. Well, thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Yep. Thanks Kyle.